Attention hoop nerds. The Six Way Basketball Tournament is coming back to Madison College December 16th and 17th. Through the next few episodes, you're going to hear from the participating coaches and learn a little bit about their players and their teams. Lacrosse Central is returning as champions, and they play Friday night in the 8 p.m. game versus Joliet West. To kick off the event, we have Nina defending Division I champions in Wisconsin versus Wanakee at 6.30 on Friday night. And a new feature for the Six-Way Basketball Tournament, to start Saturday, we have a showcase game between the Verona Wildcats and the defending Division Three runner-up West Salem Panthers. Sixwaybasketball.com is linked in the notes. Make sure you get your tickets today. You don't want to miss out on high school basketball's best. Welcome to the Competitive Mindset Podcast. Each interview, we talk to leaders who differentiate themselves and achieve high levels of performance through the lens of motivation, competitiveness, and mindset. These conversations lead to thought-provoking idea sharing and growth accompanied by entertaining storytelling. Welcome along on our journey to lifelong learning, improved performance, and a look inside the competitive mindset. Today, we have Jamie Patrick with us from the Madison Area Sports Commission. Jamie, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Bill? I am great. And we chat quite often about all kinds of events and fun things that you have going on in the Madison area. But today, we're going to talk about my baby, my passion, the 608 basketball tournament. And the reality of this is it was your dream and idea before it ever came to fruition. So can you tell us a little bit about how you came up with this idea to run an event like this in Madison? Yeah, well, you know, I, I came up with the idea, but we found the right guy to run it in you. So, you know, we, we try to bring different sporting events to to Madison. And, you know, I like basketball a lot, too. We looked around. We didn't have anything really marquee in December happening. And I, I've seen a lot of showcases. And Madison hadn't had one for a long time. And so we said, well, we have really good high school basketball. Why not us? Why not build something, you know, really special here that people can get behind? And so that's kind of what it started with. And so we have this event that's in December every year to help bring some people in. And last year we had an Illinois team. This year we have an Illinois team. And next year we're working on bringing a Minnesota team down. So it becomes a regionally based event. So when you have events that are Midwest regional event, what are things behind them that ultimately make them a enjoyable and successful event? You know, each thing needs to have its own special sauce, you know, a calling card. And, you know, I, th- I think, you know, for the six away basketball tournament, you know, that's bringing in a little bit higher level teams. And that's one of the, the reasons why we're, you know, uh, working with you to bring in the teams from Illinois and Minnesota, get a little higher level players, you know, maybe have some of our high school local teams that face somebody they wouldn't otherwise have a chance to play. Just like anything, it's like, what's spe- what's special? Uh, you know, we know Madison's special, but you got to still have an event that also is well run and ha- has some uniqueness too. I'm curious from your perspective of things, because I deal with this event almost every day of my life, and you help me a lot with it. And I always tell people the two things about this event are my goals. Number one is for the players to have an unforgettable experience that they'll remember for the rest of their life. Number two is to sell the gym out because that feeds number one. So having been at the event last year, what's something that you think makes this event different than just your normal high school basketball event? Well, I think it's it, I think it helps that it's on a college court, neutral site. Um, all the little things uh, that have done, you know, the teams are getting fed. The Madison College is like a packed gym, you know, so like there's two high two games back to back. And this year there'll be more than that. But back to back. So you have that crossover of, you know, fans waiting for the for the next game and, you know, not knowing what they're going to see. And so it's just it's just uh, it's just got this exuberance to it. 
with some really marquee players. And so uh, last year it went into overtime, which, you know, you know, was hyped up. You know, we're, we're building the fan base of high school sports back up, I think, after, you know, the pandemic, too. So. Right. And I've shared the story, too, that as a child growing up in this area, I used to go to the Badger Classic at the Fieldhouse, which was run by Edgewood High School and then later the WBCA. And I remember games, Reese Gaines being one of those players uh, that played in those games. And I'm hoping that this has the same sort of impact on our community. Yeah going forward and, and bringing it to the Madison area. And and with that, we have great players. So you mentioned last year we had Jaden Shutt, who's at Duke now, and Max Weisbrod, who's at Northern Michigan and playing really well. And incoming from Joliet West, we have Jeremy Fears, who's committed to Michigan State, Kale Klesman, who's committed to UW-Green Bay, and then a whole host of players who are uncommitted at this point. What is it about wanting to go see someone who you'll potentially see play on TV in college or on the Big Ten that draws you into wanting to watch an event? And full disclosure, Jamie's a Gonzaga fan. So if you have somebody who's committed to Gonzaga, what is it that makes you want to go see them? Well, you want to learn. You want to learn about them. You want to figure out what they're good at, how they're going to fit into the team, you know, how they're going to connect, you know, connect and maybe take that leap as they move to the next next level. I get to deal with a lot of different sporting events. And I think whenever you have a chance to see somebody who's the best at what they do, doesn't matter the sport or rising to that level, take an opportunity to go do it, especially when it's here. And with Jaden going to Duke and whatnot, like we try to get the word out and people, people will start learning about that as, as they get there. Like, you know, I talked to people afterwards. They're like, I can't believe he was there. And it's like, yeah, his jumper is so smooth. Right. Um, you, you couldn't believe it. And, and I think that's the same thing that extends to other players. And it's like, okay, how are they going to make that leap and adjustment? And, um, you know, if you just, you know, want to go to have a good time and it, it's a drawing card too, at the same time to, you know, maybe, maybe you got know somebody on like the La Follette team or, you know, you used to go to La Follette and, or Verona and you're like, Hey, how can, how can our team, you know, defend against somebody that's maybe, you know, considered one of the best in their class going to the next level. So well, the interesting thing with players going to college now is the transfer portal is not keeping them at one place. So, for example, Cal Klesman, who is from Nina, who's in our tournament this year, was at Wofford and now he's starting for the Badgers. And so you just never know what kids might end up being, you know, on your team or in your sake, transferring to Gonzaga. You just never know where it is mm-hmm. So, just to be a general college basketball fan. This is, in my opinion, the event to be at just because of everything that's set up around it. And we do some cool things like we have the bracket on the wall and the kids get to move the bracket over. We have the all tournament team and some of the cool things that the Sports Commission does in the community, including the youth sports grant. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because some of our proceeds go to fund that. Yeah, so the youth grant is really to get kids into sports, you know, that otherwise wouldn't have a chance. So. Uh, we 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 have a grant process that we do twice a year, and you know uh, we've supported a bunch of basketball players, a bunch of you know speed skaters, rowing, you name it, swimmers. You know we've we've supported it just to help make it a little bit easier for for kids uh, to to be able to participate in sports, and it's just it's really that simple. Like people are better off uh, when when they do it, and so you know when you, whether you sponsor this tournament, you know. Um, you know, part of that goes into the to the youth grant. Uh, so it's 
you know, the tournament not only is given back to the community just by having a really great product on the court, but also then helping, you know, kids downstream that uh, maybe they'll get get a play there one day because, you know, you sponsored it, you attended the tournament, you helped out. So I think that's really neat. You know, Bill, the other thing I was thinking about with the competition is, you know, this might be a preview for, for the state tournament too. You know, an early season look at teams and um, kind of go from there. What do you think about that? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, West Salem is playing in our showcase game on Saturday, who was the Division Three runner-up last year. And if you look at last year, our champion was Lacrosse Central, who ended up being the Division Two runner-up. Nina was the Division One state champion last year. And so there's there's lots of talent that goes deep into March. And one thing that I talked to the coaches on the side about is like, hey, this is a good precursor for a trip to Madison to get your team comfortable with the trip down here, staying in Madison, what's available. So that way, when you come back in March for the state tournament, you have some comfort level with it. So, yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah. So if you like basketball, you don't start paying attention to the state tournament while well, at least pop in now so you can get kind of an early look at it. Has Jaden started playing for Duke yet? Have you noticed? Or was he on the sideline? I know there was a game where there was a couple freshmen not playing. No, he's suited up and he's playing. He's not playing significant minutes, but it's one of those things where he's such an elite scorer that at some point they have to find room for him. And with anybody, they have to figure out the defensive end of the court, which tends to be the crux of Mm -hmm. a lot of freshmen at the college level. So that will be interesting to follow. And, you know, that's sort of cool for me because I'm following those guys today. Like I mentioned, Max Weisbrod, who's at Northern Michigan. I just looked up his box score this morning in his first game. And then I text his dad because now I kind of have an allegiance to Max to follow how he's doing a little bit. That's awesome. All right. So the other part of the tournament that I really love is our college scholarship contest. So what we do is we provide a college scholarship used to be essay. And then we do a video submission for a current senior on one of the participating teams in the tournament. And that helps them towards their education in the future. And knowing and understanding that all of these kids aren't actually going to go play college basketball on a scholarship and they need some assistance to be able to do that. And it's really fun to talk with those kids because they love basketball and they want to continue it in some capacity, whether it's at a recreation level. So for us to be able to help them with that as well, I think is really a really neat thing that I didn't really think that you kind of presented to me and you're like, hey, this might be a good opportunity to help some kids out. So when you do other events, what's your mindset and what kind of leads you to all these other engagement opportunities that help out community or others with whatever it is, right? You do Ironman, you do CrossFit, Mm -hmm. all these things. Talk a little bit about what you guys do overall for the community, not just a few things you do at the sicker weight. Yeah, just in general, you know, like at the end of the day, our, our, our work is as a nonprofit is really just to build our community through sports. And so whether that's people coming here and, you know, going to a restaurant so that our locals get to spend a little, like have nicer restaurants than they would normally have, or, you know, through Ironman that gives, you know, thousands of dollars away to people working the aid stations, just like the marathon that that was this weekend, same sort of thing where, you know, you give something and you get something back and, you know, what, what can be better than that? So, uh, if there's different angles for for different projects, then then we want to do that as well. You know, the Isthmus Bowls in town next weekend, uh, and that's you know two Division three conferences, the CCIW and the WEAC that haven't made uh, the NCAA tournament. Uh, get to play in a bowl game, and 
you know, oftentimes that bowl game does more for for that those conferences and Division three than than actually making the playoffs. So um, it's just you know getting good vibes out there and things come back to you. Yeah, the Isthmus Bowl is one of my favorites, and it's a friend of mine, Mike Shaw, who runs that because it's it's kind of a unique event that he came up with out of nowhere. So I got to put you on the spot, Jamie. Of all the events that happen in Madison, what is your favorite event? That's a that's a loaded question because you know some of it is uh, you just work so hard on it trying to figure it out because it can take years. You know, I it, it took a while before you know we we talked with you you know, to get the 608 up. So that's one of mine that we're building. I think, you know, that'll eventually, you know, crack my top, you know, four probably. But I have I have three that were just a lot of fun. The uh probably no four. Um the Tug of War World Championships that we hosted in twenty fourteen. Uh that was the first thing I landed when when I moved to Madison and uh uh you know it was right on John Nolan Drive. So so many people stopped by and saw it and it was just a spectacle. Uh two, uh the bouldering climbing national championships which we did inside of Manila Terrace. It took me the the longest time to figure out how to fit, fit the wall in there. Uh but it, yet it was the simplest solution. The cyclocross national championships which we had in 13 and 14, January, freezing, but just like muddy and gritty and and just was, you know, the essence of Madison and then finally the CrossFit Games. Um you know, most people know know the story about that, but uh it's just, you know, 60 5,000 people from around the world and trying to find the fittest on earth. And, you know, it's just uh, a different sport that talks to the fitness of Madison. And for people who just love sport, love competition, love that energy that comes with it. There's so many cool events that come into the Madison area, like, like a tug of war, who would have thought of that? But the people that are passionate about it, you, you feel off that vibe and the sports commission does a great job of being, bringing these events in and, 608 is December 16th to 17th at Madison College. We have some great games lined up. Make sure you check it out. Now, Jamie, I want to get you out of here on a non-business related question. All right. Make you squirm a little bit in your All chair. right. Sounds good. If you open a refrigerator and you look inside that refrigerator, what item inside that refrigerator best identifies with who you are as a person and why? Oh, geez. That's a that's a that's a tough question, man. Every now and then I go to Trader Joe's. They have this shaved beef that's just amazing. You can make it into so many different things. It's just like cut so thinly. It's just tasty and um, you know it's simple and you can do a lot with it. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that. Yeah. All right. I, I love it. I love a good Trader Joe's plug. We frequent there probably too much in our house. But Jamie, thanks for your support of the 608 and thanks for coming in to share with us your experience and your thoughts. Bet. We'll see everybody in a, in a few weeks.